Well, good afternoon, y'all. It's great to see y'all today, um, especially on this wonderful feast of St. Clair of Assisi, an amazing, amazing saint that the church gives to us. It's also um, the feast of St. Philomena, two incredible women uh, that the Lord gives to us to, to model after, right? St. Clair, who, who was she? Uh, well, she was a woman who was young. I think she's particularly an incredible model for our college students. Um, she was a young girl, probably in her 20s. Uh, she was at the same time of uh, St. Francis of Assisi. Both of them lived in the same little town. And Claire saw what Francis was doing and the conversion of Francis and how he was living the gospel in such a radical way. And it inspired her to also live in the same way. See, Claire was just like all the other young girls in Assisi. She was, she was beautiful. She had money. Her family was very wealthy, um, and she had her life set out for her of what she was supposed to do with her life. But God had a different plan for her. And so she began living this life of extreme poverty, um, like St. Francis was doing. But she didn't, she didn't go begging for her food. She actually lived this gospel poverty in a way that was like, if God wants me to eat today, he'll send me food. And so that's kind of how she lived, and all, her, all the people began, all these young girls began following her. And so she established the Franciscans for the women. Um, Claire, you'll see pictures of her with the monstrance, holding Jesus in the Eucharist. And the reason why is because well, she had a great love for Jesus in the Eucharist. And one day there was, um, there was surrounding Assisi as a big wall because they would have battles. And so there's this big old wall. And um, the, uh, the, the, I think the, I forgot the name of the town, but another one, a neighboring city was trying to overtake Assisi. So they were trying to scale the wall and come up. And Claire went and grabbed the monstrance, Jesus, in the Eucharist, and went out to the wall and held Jesus up. And whenever he, she did that, this supernatural bright light came out of the Eucharist and blinded the, the guys that were scaling the wall, and they all fell off the wall and took off running. So Assisi was saved because of Claire, because of a great love for Jesus in the Holy Eucharist, right? And Claire, along with St. Philomena, um, they understood this reading today of, uh, of Romans, it's an incredible, uh, I'm Philippian, sorry. She says, I consider everything as a loss because of the supreme good of knowing Christ Jesus, our Lord, right? Everything, she would say, is a loss. You see, that's why the, it's so cool to have saints, is they remind us of what we're made for. They remind us that this world right here, right now, is passing. Our struggles, our insecurities, our anxieties, whatever we're dealing with in life, guess what? It's going to pass. And they remind us of what to focus on. They remind us that the real goal is not just happiness in this life, it's to get to heaven. And everything in this life that we go through um, can be used for the greater glory of God. And so that's what Philippians says. Everything that happens to us. He says, I consider it rubbish. It's nothing. Trials, persecutions, heartaches, you fail a test, you don't get the class you want, your boyfriend breaks up with you, things happen. Everything is rubbish compared to what is in store for me in Christ Jesus. That's why they're so incredible, the saints. That's why the church has different saints, feast days spread out all over the year. Why? Because we need hope. We need to know that these saints weren't just like born saints. Francis was a pretty wild dude. Right? Francis does not have virgin behind his name. Claire does. They give us hope that we can attain great heights of sanctity. Right? St. Philomena, she was not a nun. She was a little girl. 
She was under 12 years old whenever she gave her life for Jesus in martyrdom. She chose Jesus over the, 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 uh, the, the guy that was in charge of, the, of the, the town at that time wanted to marry her. And he would have given her everything. Everything. All the riches. All the comforts. Everything she needed would have been hers. She said, no, as a little girl, I'm married to Jesus. This was in the early 300s. And so he had her killed. He had an anchor tied around her neck and thrown into the Tiber River. It was miraculously cut. She was brought back to the water and to the shore. She had arrows shot through her body. She recovered from that, and she was finally beheaded. Like St. Philomena knew the great gift of knowing Christ Jesus, and she kept her eyes fixed on eternal life. Like everything we go through here is rubbish. It's rubbish. It distracts us when it could be used for our salvation. So whenever we go through difficulties, overwhelming responsibilities... They can either pull us away from Jesus or they can be that which catapults us into it and say, Jesus, I can't deal with this. I can't handle this by myself. I need you. I need a Savior. I need you to keep my eyes fixed on eternal life because I'm super distracted right now and my heart is broken and I need help in everything that I do. And so they remind us of that. The saints remind us of that. Right? They weren't perfect people but they had a great love for Jesus that overcame their difficulties. And they were in very difficult times. St. Philomena lived in a time where Christians had a bullseye on them. And if you professed to be a Christian, you were killed. We are not there right now. We're being persecuted, no doubt. But we're not at that point quite yet. St. Philomena was. She didn't despair. She said, no, I'm going to give my life for what I believe to be true. And in return, Jesus and the apostles say it. They say it today. But Jesus, what are we going to get for following you? What are you going to give us? Like we gave up everything to follow you, they say. Peter says it. He's bold. Kind of crazy every now and then too. And Jesus says, no one has given up anything. Mother, father, brother, sister, land, money, job, nothing. No one has given up anything that you will not be repaid Listen to this, a hundredfold, <laughs> a hundredfold that will be our repayment. What is he saying? You get eternal life. You, you inherit a kingdom that's much greater than this kingdom. And so let us follow after Claire and follow after St. Philomena. Let these young women be uh, great beacons of light for us, encouragement that, yeah, it is possible no matter what our circumstances are in life, it is possible to live an authentic call of holiness. You could be a great athlete. You could be a supermodel. You could be a simple person that works. You have the greatest job in the world and all the money in the world. If you do it with Christ, it, it pays itself off, right? A hundredfold. So let's not cheat ourselves out. Let's, let's live this gospel message in authentic ways because that's where authentic life comes from and freedom. And that's where our purpose will come from as well. St. Clair, simple little girl in the hills of Assisi, would have been unknown had it not been for her yes that she gave to Jesus. And now she stands as a model for all of us. Amen.